Welcome to the SFDC Consultant Podcast. My name is Emmerich, and today I will share a follow-up conversation with Gaspar Rodriguez and a new guest, Dana Zandaki. We spoke about Dana's experience with Refugee Force and how she interacted with the Salesforce Ohana. This is a continuation discussion from episode 38, where myself and Gaspar spoke about what Refugee Force is all about and how is it trying to support the Salesforce community. I would really encourage you to check out that episode. And now, please enjoy my conversation with Gaspar and Dana. My name is Dana Zendaki, and I came from Syria. I have been living in the Netherlands for the last five years, and I have a bachelor degree of English Literature and Culture from the Moscow University. So I didn't have any IT background before starting Salesforce, and this transition from humanities into technology was a bit a challenge for me. Uh, currently, I'm working as Salesforce consultant at Digify. I have the Salesforce uh, certification, administrator and app builder, uh, in addition to a Scrum master. My journey with Salesforce has started one year ago with Refugee Force. Uh, Refugee Force is an initiative in Amsterdam where they help the newcomers by introducing them to Salesforce. Uh, when I have heard about this initiative, I Im- uh, immediately communicated with Gaspard asking him for some explanation about the goal of the, this program and about Salesforce in general. Afterward, I have started the course. It was two months. Then uh, I set the dots in the horizon that I want to achieve. And it was to represent uh, a good image of a refugee uh, who crosses sea uh, to obtain a better life and to empower women in addition to change the stereotype image of a refugee. And after finishing the course, I have focused on the admin certification. I passed it, then immediately I got a, a job opportunity to start working with one of the partners of Refugee Force, Digify, as a Salesforce consultant, where I'm working currently with short vulture endurance footage in an amazing team. You mentioned a number of things in there, which I'll try to deconstruct along the way. So you've had this opportunity to participate. You you went out there and queried some more information. And I really want to touch upon what you said there. You went on the course, which was a a two-month program. Now, this is something that I've personally encountered, especially in this period right now, whenever um, approaching people or people have approached me and I've explained the whole sales process and ethos. The idea is that if you join the community and you join this and you learn, there's no 100% chance that you take your certification, which I've heard of people taking it in, in their first month, depending on the effort and, and amount of time that they have to, to input in that. There's no chance at the end of that month, straight up, you're going to have a job offer. It may be two months away or three months away, or four months away. So what was your risk to reward thinking process? The fact that you're going into this for two months and at the end of it, there may be the opportunity of a job or, or they may not, or you end this and you realize it's not really for me. What was your, what was your thinking process for that? First, hope, because I believe that there is uh, nothing impossible. And when I saw Gaspar the first time and I see all the effort that he are doing for the su- success of this uh, initiative and Nick and Mariella as well in how they are helping newcomers to keep them hope. And I believe that hope is the most beautiful word in the English dictionary after love and peace. So, yes, I would say like the hope and uh, that nothing is impossible. Yeah. Gaspar, I would want to ask you something here is in terms of the success of this, I guess 
the way I'm thinking about it, you've put all this effort in, in case one person achieves something, I think that defines, that is defined as success from your side. But what was your, what was your strategy in terms of engaging with partners to support you guys potentially at the end of that, to be able to place some of these, these students that, that you've had on, on the, on the program? Yeah, I think that's, that's a good question. And the definition of success has changed for us as we started. I think originally, since we were completely in a new territory and we knew that there was no other refugee force training focused specifically on Salesforce, we, were, we felt like we were breaking new ground and we, we felt that success would be to have one person hired and go through the full program. And, and if, we could, if we could help that one person improve that idea that it, that it could be possible and it can be done, then that was our, our initial success. And of course, it's, it's evolved quite a bit. And now we have expanded our targets and, and we've looked at just how much potential there is in this type of program and, and, and in developing new skills and, and, and providing access to, to opportunities that otherwise would not be accessible. And we, our focus has been on first proving that it is possible to people and people don't really think about that these programs can work. Also, I think a part of our strategy has been to, to make sure that the technical skills are, 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 are there so that people are actually equipped with the, enough knowledge to actually start as an admin. But then going beyond that, also looking at their personal motivation and their personal character and just their willingness to learn something new, the resourcefulness. I think that is really where we position our, our candidates to, to potential recruitment partners to say, yes, they, they know a bit of Salesforce, but really you're, you're potentially hiring this amazing person who, who has gone through a lot in their life and, and they're really motivated to start something new and to learn and to be part of your team. So, so telling that story, I think, has, has made us successful with recruitment partners because they, now they believe, they believe in that concept. And, and yeah, I mean, Donna has been one of the, the stars of, of this of this whole package, right? So it's the person, the training program, the willingness of partners, the support of the ecosystem, right? It's, it's impossible for us to say that we did this alone uh, or that our program is is a single thing that's gonna that's gonna boost this. It, it really takes takes a lot of hands on deck to to do something like this and and make it work. So yeah, I'm very yeah. very happy about uh, the support of the community. Donna, I wanted to follow up on something as well, where, where you said you started on this journey. Now you've made a commitment that you started and then luckily you've interviewed, got a job offer, et cetera. I wanted to do, I would probably say a sanity check in terms of what your first impressions are, because there's a lot of chatter and there's a lot of talk among ourselves. And I kind of say ourselves with, with air quotes here around people within the Salesforce community. There's the whole concept of the Ohana. There's, there's of course, people sharing knowledge, people helping each other. And, and the whole thing about we're not competing, but we're collaborating each other. Because right now you may work with um, one client, but you know, in the next project, you're actually working with another consultancy, working with the client. So there's a lot of collaboration here. And I wanted to sense or, or try to understand what has you know, your experience been like in terms of joining in a way Salesforce community, in terms of the online presence, in terms of finding answers or working with other colleagues and so on and so forth. just because in a way that the community is quite proud the fact that we're supportive and all of that but i wanted to see from a newcomer is that something that you felt in terms of joining this for me for example the salesforce saturday was as you mentioned the ohana is really supportive so i went to the salesforce saturdays many times and people there are really supportive and they helping me if they if i have any questions 
And I have like a partner at Salesforce as well, because like at Refugee Force, they have like partnership program and a mentorship program as well. So the mentorship program is really unique where, where they introduce the alumni to a mentor who is working in Salesforce to guide and to help in order to answer any queries. In terms of next steps, because I think that's always important. It's important how we got here. It's important what we do right now, but it's also important what are next steps. So right now you're working as a Salesforce consultant. What are you working on right now that you want to achieve in the next, let's just say, six to 18 months? I have started immediately to work as Salesforce consultant. And usually like the normal way to start as an admin, getting some hands-on experience, then you, you start as a consultant. So it was a, a challenge for me, like as a consultant, you need to have many soft skills, such as communication skills, uh, being able to manage your time when you are working with uh, multiple uh, clients at the same time, and the business analysis. So, and with my modest Salesforce knowledge, because I'm still new, just one year in the Ohana. So I would like to work more and develop my business analysis skills in order to design uh, more suitable solutions for customers. Gaspar, I was going to say, just to follow up on, on this question, is that something that you guys are also looking at as a secondary curriculum or something along those lines where whenever you bring people in, you can have like different exit points based on their experience. So some people can go out as admins, some people can go out as, as consultants and add some of the curriculum modules or courses to, to the refugee force training. Yeah, so that's definitely something we've seen both from our participants demand side, like they are very interested in, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> I've achieved my admin, I've learned about being an admin, Can I, how do I become a consultant? How do I become a developer? And, and we were limited, of course, by our resources and our time, but we are definitely looking to next year expand the program to include at least a developer track. So basically to, to train, fo focus only on, on, on developer and becoming a Salesforce developer because we do see a lot of demand there from, from, the, from Salesforce partners and customers, as well as from, from our participants. And we also want to deepen the admin track because we find that we don't cover so many things like what's it like to work day-to-day -day as an admin? Like what is Agile? What is Scrum? Like how do these things actually work on a day-to-day -day basis? And so we're trying to, to, to expand a bit on the just filling out the, the admin curriculum to, to, to have someone who's, who's more ready to, to start on day one and, and be familiar with, with working in a, in a software development team or in a Salesforce project team. So yeah, that's definitely something that we're, we're interested in. Yeah, because I think there's one thing to know Salesforce. There's another thing to actually know how a Salesforce admin uses its day on a set schedule. Can you talk to me about what's next? We're coming up to Christmas. You've run the program for a while. What are you thinking? What's coming next for Refugee Force? So definitely uh, coming up towards the end of the year, we're, we're reflecting back on the successes and the differences between this year and last year, given the uh, situation with coronavirus. Um, and of course, that will open up some opportunities to do something a bit more virtual next year, I think, and, and think about how we can engage a wider audience. It also goes along with our plans to possibly do something in London, possibly Paris and possibly Berlin. So we're definitely looking for people in, this, in these areas to, to get involved. And I think one of the, the best things is to either become a guest trainer. So if you're really good at, at some particular topic and you're excited to teach others, then, then you can come, come be a guest trainer for one session. And then the other opportunities are to be a mentor. So we, as, as Donna mentioned, we have a mentorship program where you're, you'll be matched one-on-one -on -one with one of our uh, participants. And it can be about Salesforce. It can be tech, technical. It can be about life. It can be about your career. It doesn't have to be all, all about admin. So 
So there's lots of opportunities for people to get involved there. And then the last but not least is, yeah, just to, to once we open up the applications for next year, to, to, to send them to anyone that, who could benefit from this program uh, so they can apply and we can interview them. So, yeah, we'd love to, to help uh, in promoting the, just the application process so we can get as many, as many qualified uh, candidates as possible. Well, I want to say to you both, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing this. And I guess the best place to find information for this is, you mentioned Gasper, LinkedIn is probably one, one way and the Refugee Force website as well. Would, that, would those two be the best, best ways to contact you guys? Yep, definitely. Thank you for listening to the SFDC Consultant Podcast. Be sure to visit sfdcconsultant.com to access the show notes and discover additional content. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would be amazing if you could subscribe give us a review and share it with your peers. Until next time, take care.